Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. I need your help. Okay. As you know, I'm a dad. I'm a father. Congrats. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I just had a random memory from my childhood unlocked recently. And it sparked a whole wave of like a rabbit hole of, of crazy parent thoughts. The thought was this. The year 1991. Okay. I don't even know if I knew you yet. No, I was like nine, say I'm like nine years old. Watching a classic, classic movie called The Monster Squad. Fantastic choice. And in the plot of the movie, they need to find a virgin who will read some like thing in Latin that will like close the portal to the, to hell or whatever. And wasn't it German? Eh, whatever. German, Latin, whatever. Um, and the one girl reads the thing and it doesn't work. And they're like, I thought you said you were a virgin. She's like, well, there's Charlie, but he doesn't count. I'm like, what do you mean he doesn't count? And then they have to make the little girl do it. I was watching that and my mom was in the room and I didn't know what a virgin was. So I even thought to myself as a little kid, like, should I ask my mom? Or is like possible that it's like an inappropriate thing? And I, and I was like, no, nah, virgin doesn't sound like an inappropriate word. It sounds so lovely. And I remember like the Virgin Mary. So I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. So I'm like, mom, what's a virgin? And then it was like a long, long pause. And then she just goes, it's somebody who's pure, honey. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I moved on with my day. That was the memory I had. Then I started thinking, oh, crap. What am I going to do with like my kids start asking me like tough questions? Like, what's a virgin? Like, what's your answer? Somebody who hasn't clapped cheeks yet. You're going to. See, I'm going to say that to my five-year-old. Yeah. I don't think your five-year-old's going to ask. Yeah, he's going to know. <laughs> he's going to give you tips. He's already slapping cheeks. All right. It's clapping, not slapping. Whatever. You can slap him, too. You can do what he wants. <laughs> it's America, not American. I don't even know what I'm saying. All right. Hey, Jones. Hey, Pop. What would you say? Like if a kid asked me what a virgin was? Yeah. I'd probably be pretty straightforward with them. But I'm also like, I'm notorious with kids where like, I don't talk in like a baby voice to them. Like I'll ask them like serious questions. I won't be like, like, oh, you know, how's Mr. Unicorn doing today? I'm, I, I can't do that. I'm like, how's your bank account? How's your, how's your dumb horse with a horn? <laughs> how's your uh, portfolio? Is it a uh, strong to medium strong? Listen, I got to tell you about this lawnmower I got. It's electric powered. You're, I know you're five years old, but I really don't care if you know or don't know about what I'm talking about, but I'm going to tell you. I respect that. Like, that's that's how I talk to little kids. Okay. So, if a little kid asked me, like, what's a virgin, I'd probably be like, well, let me look up what uh, what Merriam-Webster said in their dictionary, and then I would just read the definition. <laughs> You'd be like, you know what? I'm going to need some uh, visual tools to help guide us through this. Do you have a banana and a peach by any chance? Wow. Is that weird? Is that what you, what would you use? Not 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 fruit. I don't know. Ah, oh, parenting's hard, man. Yeah, it sucks. 
All right. So you both basically gave me the same answer, just in different ways. Uh, be be just straight. Tell them straight be honest. What if? Um, okay, that's fair. Like be, right before we went on the air, um, Eric uh, <laughs> referenced the time that there was a tornado in Limbrook in 1999. True story. And uh, now my daughter's petrified of tornadoes. I thought it would be fun because she was watching a YouTube video on TV about natural fucking disasters. Bro. Yeah. And then Jones is like, oh, there was an earthquake yesterday. I'm like, Jesus, guys, which apparently that's true. Not even a joke. And then on, oh, on the TV, there was like a, a storm that was like wrecking houses. I know. But when they watch it on TV, it's like not real to them. They think it's like I assume they could handle <laughs> the sentence. And then Jones is like, oh, my best friend got struck by lightning. I'm like, Jesus, guys. And I, I only said that to scare your daughter, by the way. Oh, good. good. The, the other two natural phenomenon did happen. The lightning, however, no. My daughter is so, like, worries about crap. That's insane. Like, she, this is a true story. I randomly said something about how, oh, when you're 18, you'll go to college and you'll, you know, you'll move into, like, the dorms with a roommate. She started hysterical crying. How old is she again? She's uh, going to be eight next week. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Dude, she started hysterical crying. And I'm like, why are you crying? She's like, I don't want to live away from you and mommy. I'm like, dude, it's like 12 years from now. Like, relax. She's like, but I want to live with you forever. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, like, she, like, cried for, like, an hour and a half. And my wife was like, why did you say that? I'm like, oh, like, you knew that that was going to happen. Like, there was any <laughs> there was any forewarning that bringing up college in 12 years from now is going to scare our daughter. Yeah, and Hofstra's only like eight miles away. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Anyway. But now, um, now the joke with my daughter is that she worries about the craziest things. Like, she's worried about, is, is she saving enough for retirement? Um, <laughs> she's very nervous about that. She doesn't think her 401k is performing the way it should. You know, That's that kind amazing. of stuff. There's the company match. Uh, you know, she does the full matching because, you know, you know her. She's a saver. I wish I worried about anything. Uh, samesies. Yeah. I don't have that gene. Whatever that gene is that like makes you worry about stuff. Yeah. Maybe we should worry more. How do you like do it? How do you start? Uh, There's probably a a (laughs) tutorial. There's probably a YouTube video on it. How to have anxiety. (laughs) 101. Jones, do you ever worry about stuff? No. Never? No. Do you ever worry about how our, our um, episodes are going to perform? I couldn't even care less. Yeah, same. No. I, I, I don't. It's true. No, there's not. a Like, I couldn't. If, if, if nobody listened to this or a million people listened to this, it would be the exact same thing on my day. I respect that. I really do. All right. I got one other random thought. Let's hear it. Does it annoy you? When you go into a bathroom at someone's house and they have like two dispenser looking things, one is soap and one is lotion and you accidentally use the lotion. I don't know if I've ever come across a lotion dispenser. Really? You've never yeah. been into a house that has a, a, the soap and the lotion? No, I have lower, lower financial bracket friends, I guess. Yeah, you got to upgrade your friends, man. Jones, have you ever been into a bathroom that has lotion and soap? Uh, not where it wasn't like clear, like super clear which one was which. Like I've seen lotions in like the lotion bottles. No, it's like in the dispenser. Like, yeah, I've never. I'm sure. Do these friends have their liquor in decanters too? They probably. Where are you going? 
I don't know. Just random people's houses. Mm, doesn't sound that random. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. It takes a lot for me to, to like have the willpower to, you know, do a good washing when I just pee, you know, I have to like, I have to really force myself. So when I go and I accidentally use the lotion, like I'm not, I'm not doubling back for the soap. Like that's it. I'm done. That's it. That's it. I'm just going to have very filthy, but very moist hands. That's just how it's going to roll for the rest of the day. I mean, are they really filthy? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, my, my feelings on the, on the washing your hands. I think you should wash your hands before you pee. If you think about it because your hands have been walking yeah. around with touching all gross stuff and now you're putting it on your you know most precious area you know so i think you should wash your hands before not after agreed yeah because who cares if people get my my germs it's all about me getting theirs you know yeah they should wash their look hands out for, before yeah, they pee. yeah it's their fault Everyone else should just be, you know, fully sanitized at all times. Well, if everyone so washed their, their hands their before hands. they peed, it wouldn't matter. So true. That's very virginal of your pump. Thank you. Thank you. Pure. It's very, yeah. it's very cheek clapping of you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric, I know you went on a rant the other day um, about things that annoy you. I think you created a list. Is this true? I was watching a YouTube video. I follow this guy. He... He just basically has a YouTube channel where he sits on the front seat of like rides, like new rides at amusement parks and films it with like a 4K GoPro. And uh, he was on a roller coaster and like everyone on this thing was screaming and like it wasn't even an exciting roller coaster. And I was so frustrated watching it, listening to like rows of people screaming at the top of their lungs that I was like, God damn, I, I hate everyone. And so then, you hate you hate roller coaster screamers. Yeah, I don't like rides. So like watching on YouTube is like, complete satisfaction for me because i don't have to go on the thing yeah i'm not a right that make sense to you oh totally so uh it was that and then people like put their put their hands up like no one thinks you're cool guy like put your goddamn hands down especially if you're an adult and a lot of them have like tunnels now and like these people's hands almost hit them and i'm like how stupid are you yeah so then it just like got me thinking of things that i can't stand i just started writing a list on our on our note what else do you hate <laughs> oh man <laughs> tell us why you're mad um, people who clap when the plane lands. It's the worst. Or people who immediately stand up when the plane lands. Oh, oh awful. It's like, dude, it, you're not getting off the plane any faster. By does, does it matter? Now, I, now extra, does it two minutes matter? Yeah, now I have your, your, your cheeks in my face <laughs> for the next <laughs> 25 minutes. Just sit in your seat. And I'm not clapping, so I don't appreciate them. I, when the plane lands, I still watch. If I'm watching something on like the, the TV on the friggin' seat in front of me, I just keep watching. I'm like... I'll get, dude. I'll get up when it's my turn. Yeah. It sucks if you have somebody next to you on like the inside who want, who like stands up and you're like, what are you doing, guy? Yeah, where are you going to go? I'm get, not getting up. Get, you your, could, get your pleated Dockers junk out of my face. Yeah, get your pleated <laughs> junk out of my face. And then they have to stand there in like that weird hunched over position because they, you know, they're like. <laughs> yeah, they can't stand up straight. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, anyway. So that one. Uh, people who say the phrase, do you know who my dad is? Oh, God. Oh, that's I'm just worst. thinking of like like childhood and like bar altercations and like you'd always get the random guy like do you know who my dad is like any threat of a lawsuit also i'll sue you man say it's it's the same it's the same realm same group um people who order chicken fingers at ethnic restaurants i'm talking like if you're going to like uh like a portuguese like churrascaria and somebody gets chicken fingers yeah you can get them at fridays or applebee's like i have no problem with chicken fingers diner yeah. But like if you're going to a specific place like 
King Umberto's and you're ordering chicken fingers, I hate you. Yeah, it's just, it's in the same exact realm mm-hmm. as burger as getting burger. For those uh, new to the podcast, we uh, used to have a saying. It's kind of uh, died out, but maybe we need to bring it back. Which is we always always would say, "Don't get burger," because uh, we talked about a, a guy who we went on tour with. Who, whenever we went to all these like super famous places, like we were in Pittsburgh, we went to Permani Brothers. We went to like barbecue places, Mexican places, the and no matter where the one we that went. Set it off though was the lodge at um, your Pocono's house. Yes, and it was uh, St. Patrick's Day, oh and they had God, the corned yeah. beef and cabbage, and he ordered a burger. That's where it, like literally it threw us over the edge. That was it. That's that's when getting burger became a thing. And I said when I was when I was venting about it on the air one night, I was like. Blah, 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 all this food, all this amazing food, like this amazing corned beef and cabbage, and you got burger. Instead of saying got our burger, I screwed up, and Eric didn't let me live it down. So instead of saying don't get a burger, it's now don't get burger. And that's why there's no uh in it. Amen. And uh, yeah, you don't get burger. We went to Permani Brothers in Pittsburgh, which is like the super famous uh, uh spot where you get these like amazing freaking sandwiches that have like coleslaw french fries all, pastrami, pastrami God, all they're beautiful and we walk in we sit at the counter the dude's awesome he cracks open what were they icy lights yep iron, iron city, city. yeah mm. cracks open icy lights and he's like what are you guys getting you guys getting the the permani sandwich? i'm like yeah of course and then this one guy was like uh do you guys have burgers and the dude behind the counter was like dude we do have burgers but don't get a burger man like come on you're like this is like a one of a kind thing he's like yeah no i'd really prefer a burger and we're like oh so he offered him the sandwich for free to take it now first off the fact that you wouldn't just say yes even just to bring it in the van later you're an idiot but the dude offered this guy instead of getting the burger a free permani sandwich he still wouldn't take it now think things that annoy me and I guess it's kind of in the same realm as yours, is picky eaters. Like, no offense, I, I, there's people in my life that I love very dearly who are picky eaters, and I am not targeting you in this. I love you even though you're a picky eater. However, there's something about picky eaters that just makes me feel like this person is not like a fun person. You know what I mean? I do. Like, if if it's one thing like if you order if you order super simple food all the time, cause like that's what you love. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hate on you for doing what you love, but not trying stuff is what drives me crazy. Like, Oh, I, I, no, uh-uh, that's gross. I won't try that. I'm like, really? You're freaking gr-. like, I get it. If you're five years old and you're like scared to eat sushi, but like as a grown up, like dude, try some stuff, live a little. I, I'm with you. It's not poisonous. It's also drives me nuts now that like grub hubs a thing. You know what I mean? And, and seamless and all these food delivery services that like everyone wants to customize what they're getting and it always seems to f up the rest of the order yeah like now they'll put like no tomato on everything when you when you're the only idiot doesn't want it and you can just pull the slice off yeah the only customizations that i i tolerate are fat kid additions like i get a spicy chicken sandwich from wendy's and i always add cheese because it doesn't come with cheese. Additions are fine. Subtractions you can do yourself. No pickles, no tomatoes, no 
mayo, those people. Come on. I, I can understand maybe the even, no mayo. Even the, the, the condiments, I understand. Because you can't, it's hard to take that off. But if you're telling me that you can't slide a slice of tomato off your goddamn burger. Worst. Man. Oh, it happened. We, I don't know if I told this before on the air, but we ordered Jersey Mike's one night. And like the whole family was eating. So it was like seven sandwiches. And uh, trying to customize everyone's sandwich. Every one of them came plain with like no oil and vinegar, nothing. And I was like. Wow. That's it. I'm never customizing. I had like a breakdown at the table. Oh, that's the worst. So I spent like $140 on Jersey Mike's and my sandwich is a dry cold cut. Ugh. You know my other thing that pisses me off? Oh, can I can I add one thing to that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had a I had lunch today and I ordered from a place called Shanghai Yu Garden. They're a famous soup dumping place. It'd be amazing if it was a Mexican place, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I've been there a couple times in person, but today we ordered uh, like off a of Grubhub type of thing. So they, we were looking at the menu and the menu was like mostly in Chinese. Um, and I just picked like a couple random things out and I'm like, well, I know I like soup dumplings with pork, so that's what I'm going to get. But I'm going to try these other couple of things. And the other couple of things that I tried were so good. Uh, one of the soup dumplings had aster in it. Aster is like a flower, right? Delicious. It was amazing. Uh, I got this dessert thing. It's like red bean paste inside of like a like a sweet bao bun. Okay. Super good. It's bao? I thought it was bao. You can say saying it wrong this, yeah. this whole time. No, it's bao. Oh. Scott bao bun. <laughs> <laughs> clap, clap. <and> clap. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I couldn't get it out fast enough. Oh, that's amazing. Um, a bunch of my coworkers today were like, oh, how are you eating that? I'm like, it's amazing. You want to try it? Like, and then everybody was like, no, like, I don't want to eat flowers. I'm like, they're good. They're so good. They're so good in other foods. My whole thing is I'll try everything once. Agreed. Agreed. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Like Jones on the air, like three years ago, you were like, or maybe longer. You were like, oh, peanut butter on burgers. And I was like, that sounds disgusting. However, I tried it. Next time I was at like a burger place that had that on the menu, I tried it. Wasn't great. But I ate it. Oh, you know, try you, everything. No, you're not. That's amazing. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was just. It's never going to be anyone's go-to. But it it is it is a lot better than you might realize. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that annoys me while we're on the food kick is when now every cashier terminal thing has a tip thing. Yeah, get out of here. Like, why am I tipping you? You're just working at the counter. You didn't even walk the food to me. Like, you didn't even come out from under. Why? Why am I tipping you? And I'm an idiot, and and I move too fast sometimes, and I don't really think. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I was in the city with my wife, kids, and my brother-in-law, and we went to this place called Chelsea Market that has like all these like food stands, whatever. And we ordered a crap ton of food from this amazing place called Dickman's. Terrible name. I didn't even want to say it. I was, it was called Richard Man's, and um, and and they have these amazing like steak sandwiches. They look super good. So oh, order, beefy. yeah, give me two, yeah, yeah, give me two. So got three steak sandwiches, which were probably like fourteen bucks each. Got a hot dog. Got grilled from cheese. Dickman's? I got a hot dog from Dickman's. Yes, I got a wiener from Dickman's. A peanut. Uh, I got a peanut. Okay. So <laughs> Jones loves it. Uh I love that we're like grown ass men and we still laugh at, at Dickman. Uh, dick man. Uh so got a hot dog, grilled cheese, macaroni and cheese, 
and a couple of beers and a couple of waters. And so it was a big bill. And I picked up the tab, obviously, because, you know, I'm the dad and the brother-in-law. I couldn't be like, I'll pay for everyone except for him. <laughs> for It'd be that. awkward. <laughs> so, so I buy it. It's like 80 bucks, right? Or maybe more. And I just quickly hit the, uh, the tip for like, but I, I hit it for um, 15%. And it was like... $12 tip I gave I gave a $12 tip to people who didn't even do any work they were just a cashier and I like I walked back to the table with like I was so mad at myself and I was like I just tipped them 12 bucks but you can't tell anyone at the table because they're gonna be like oh who cares but like in yeah. your mind you're fuming I was so mad and you know how I rationalized to get myself over the anger I was like oh you know it's a holiday season you know it's a nice thing to do it's a nice Grubhub has that has this habit where if you don't check, they automatically add like a 20% tip. So if you don't look and you order a meal that's like a buck fifty, when you're feeding like seven people, you're not getting cheaper than that. No. It's like $28 tip. You're like, no effing way. Yeah. Can I just say something? The percentage like borderline makes sense at a restaurant. You have borderline running back and forth to your table, getting a bunch of people drinks over and over. It's yes, I yeah, get because you could argue that it is somewhat proportional to the amount of work they do. Like the more food you order, the more work they have to do. Theoretically, not with food delivery. I was a delivery guy. You were a delivery guy. The difference between a three hundred dollar order and a thirty dollar order is the same amount of work. I'm driving the same distance, yes. so the amount of tip that I would expect when i was a delivery guy and and the amount that i would get i give as as a as a delivery recipient yeah is based on the distance and pain in the acidness yes. of it so like for example if it's snowing bigger tip absolutely raining slightly bigger tip mm -hmm. very far away bigger tip yep apartment building bigger tip because they have to walk through a bunch more stuff to get to me right but the size but the size of the order does not matter. So when you are tipping on like Grubhub, do not do it by percentage. Do it just No way. Do your own custom yeah. tip. Like I, I look at it as like five dollars is now probably my my standard. Me too. Um but you know, inflation. It's not the olden days but where like three bucks was enough. Where I'll order something from <laughs> Garden City to Oceanside. I'll give the guy a ten. Yeah. And if, and you know, if it's a blizzard, if it's like really bad weather and that's why you're 100%. ordering $10 tip. Yep. But not because you ordered a lot of food, but when they it, didn't cook it, they're if, just a delivery guy. If you're somebody who doesn't check, you're just throwing these people $28. Like every time you put in a big order, that's insane to me. It's insane. And they also have delivery fees in there that they just sneak in. So sometimes like I'll order, I'll just be like a fat kid. It'll be like 10 o'clock and I'm like, I'm so hungry and I don't want to get out of bed or I get out of my house. I'll order like McDonald's. I'll get like, like I'll get like a Big Mac for like eight bucks and the order will come out to like 25 bucks. Every time. But God Every damn. Time. It's the magic inflation fee. And the, yeah. the worst part is the McDonald's is so close to you, <laughs> but it's like, it takes so long for the burger to get to you that by the time it gets to you, it's like, oh, like I, this is horrible. Like, why did I make this? Terrible decision. I think Uber Eats and Grubhub and all those other things, like, I think they're terrible. Like, it like, depends on the food you order. It, there's some food stays longer. Yeah, like if any, if I order anything with a French fry, it's like guaranteed that I'm not going to be happy. No, or anything from a diner. 
Like I've never got diner delivery and they nailed it. Like, dude, never get soup. Never order soup from a diner. They just put it in the little like paper container and then they wrap it in saran wrap. I'm a man. I don't eat soup. (laughs) (laughs) Is soup like a feminine food? I mean, if you could drink your dinner, it doesn't count as a food. I feel like it's an old person thing. Wow. All right. Well, I don't get soup because it, it spills everywhere. That's the point of my story. I need to chew my food. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever order hard tacos to go from Taco Bell. I Just, never order hard tacos. Well, if you're going to order a hard taco, only in the restaurant. that The bottom of a hard shell turns to mush in less than six minutes. It's crazy. It's wild. Shake Shack delivers well. Yeah, I could here. see that. I could see that. All their stuff comes like, and it's still hot and... Nice. Like from like Grubhub or... Yeah. I have... So I have like a cycle of like three drivers that always bring the food to my house and they're all aces. Every one of them's like, they get the food and they're at my house in minutes. I love that. So like, I really don't have any complaints with... My food still comes hot. Like that's how good these guys are. That's awesome. Don't ever order from Chipotle in Oceanside. It's awful. Awful. The worst Chipotle in America is, is is in our... realm same with the same with the wendy's and baldwin yeah there's some places never never comes well that's a bad one dude the chipotle in oceanside one time i ordered the kids taco meal which is supposed to be like three you know just like three regular little tacos you know what they sent they sent a a like a little container with three tortilla shells in it that's it three flour tortillas that's amazing there was not like nothing Wait, like no filling? There was no... That was it. It, it was just, wasn't like on the side that you had to assemble your own taco? It, they... Maybe that was the plan, but they forgot the... <laughs> they forgot the, the taco. The kid who was the filler stepped out for a cigarette, yeah. and they just didn't realize and closed it up and threw uh, it back. Oh, the worst. Um, that place is the worst. Um, you know what the worst food is to get on Grubhub, right? Mm, Carvel. <laughs> so I used yeah. to do uh, uh, Cold Stone. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Oh. It always came dripping everywhere. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Um, I'd sometimes do the tutti frutti, the little uh, the nice. yogurt place. That comes comes correct. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, Swirls and Twirls, which is by Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, we get smoothies from there. They always come nice. Nice. Um, you want you want to know what else annoys me? Uh, well, besides everything. Um, oh, crap. I forgot. Well, I have one. Oh, yeah. People who don't use their directional. <sighs> like, I hate when we're cruising and all of a sudden you're brake jamming and no one has any reason why. Then you throw it on while making the right turn. Like, is it that difficult that you could have thrown it on five seconds ago so I almost didn't rear on you? I hate it. I have a weird superpower, I think, where I could tell when someone's about to change lanes without the directional before they do it. I just sense it like yeah. the car just like tilts because everyone before bad people who don't use the directionals also start the process like early like they like start like before they look yeah they just start like you just start seeing them gr- you're like oh you're coming into my lane i see what's happening here and then i always will slow down because i know that's it's coming um i hate that okay i just remembered people who talk on speakerphone in public and they're always arguing. Like no one ever talks on speakerphone and is having a lovely conversation. It's always like, I can't believe you don't. I can't believe you still call her. I, 
I she's not your friend. You know, it's always like some crazy. It's never like I can't wait for dinner tonight. I'm so excited. I'll call you when I get out of work. No, never. It's never, never ever that. Yeah, it's the worst. Like zero self awareness. Um, and then on that same on that same realm, uh, people who on public transportation like the train who watch or listen to stuff on speaker without headphones on. Awful. Like how dare you? It's always old white guys, by the way. It's always old. They always look like they're coming home from like a Billy Joel concert. Like, because they, it's like they're, they clearly you're not on the train often because they would know not to do that. It's always like, you know, weekend uh, warriors. The worst. I got something I want to add to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're shopping in a place that has a self-checkout, right? And the person ahead of you has a full cart. What are you doing? What are you doing? The full cart at self-checkout? That's yeah. crazy. People do it all the time. And you'd be like surprised at how people like people do it all the time. And it's like there's a cashier there that'll make this like so much quicker and faster. The self-checkouts for like I have a candy bar and like a Yeah, I have t- and shampoo. Like yeah. I need to get out of here. Like, come on, man, what are you doing? I never use self-checkout. I'm it seems like, like a lot of work. I'm like pretty against it, but there are times when it's like, well, I know I'm going to be out of here faster than so-and-so, so I'm going to go use it. Yeah, I hear that. But I, I'm also like, I'm a bad employee, so I steal stuff. Oh, good, good. You know, yeah. like you can talk to my manager about that. <laughs> That's great. If you want to fire me as the cashier of this place, and go right ahead. But I'm taking this whatchamacallit. <laughs> <laughs> whatchamacallits are pretty good. I feel and like, then, and then like when you're at the supermarket and they got the little camera and that says that you didn't weigh the thing, right? And then the person comes over. I just say, "Whoops, a daisy." <laughs> you're going to hell. Not really. No, man. Like I said, I'm a bad employee. I think you could think of it as like your pay. Like this is your shift <laughs> yeah. pay. This what you would call it was my shift pay. And this melon. <laughs> like this is your this is your punishment for not putting someone there who's making sure that I'm doing the right thing. Oh, you know, you want to know what else annoys me? What's that? Key food in Milford, Pennsylvania. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I was I went to the Poconos last week, and um, on the way up, I stopped at Key Food to you know, which used to be Grand Union. They just rebranded, I guess, whatever. To a uh, Key Food, huh? Yeah, and uh, so I go and I was like running around the store for like f- half hour, thinking I was just an idiot, and I could not find the burgers. I'm like, where are cheese? Like, why can't I find hamburger meat? I'm, I'm losing my mind. I went to the frozen section. I went to the butcher section. I went to all the sections. Could not find one hamburger patty in the entire place. I finally go to the butcher who's like, you know, or the deli because it's like deli slash butcher because it's, you know, it's Pennsylvania. Uh, and uh, it was like, you know, like an 18-year-old kid, definitely stoned. I was like, um, maybe I'm crazy, but like, do you guys have burgers? And he's like, oh, yeah, right in that case over there. Uh, there's a big, we have a whole big burger case, but, um, I mean, the case is empty right at the moment. So, so yeah, no. So I'm like, so you don't have burgers. He's like, nah. I was like, okay, your entire supermarket doesn't have hamburgers. Like, how did like, they sold out of hamburgers? Like who said, it's not like I was looking for like some random exotic ethnic food. I wasn't like, do you have, you know, soup dumplings with flowers inside them? I was like, do you have freaking hamburgers? The entire Any kind. Like any kind. I couldn't even find chicken burgers. Like I was like, do you have like another meat version of a burger? Turkey burger? Nothing? Like, nah, man. Sorry. 
Was last weekend like ultra mega Fourth of July? <laughs> Dude, makes zero sense to me. He couldn't just go in the back and throw you some chop meat in the container. I couldn't even find chop meat, dude. I thought I found chop meat. I got all excited. I'm like, Kath, look, chop meat. She's like, that's chop lamb. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> the butcher. Like, Can you make lamb burgers? Probably not. Like, okay. the, like the butcher couldn't just grind up a steak for you. Maybe. If you're doing lamb burgers, though, you need a little mint or tzatziki to go on top. Oh yeah. Ooh, that sounds lovely. A little bit of aster. Yeah, a little aster. That's the flower, right? Yeah. Okay. Shanghai Noon. Is that the place? Shanghai Noon? Shanghai Noon? Shanghai U Garden. Uh, Where is it? Um, all right. So there's one in Flushing. There's one in Astoria. The one that I go to is in Westbury. Why don't you lead with that one? Yes. What is Because those are the three. Oh, you if just you, reminded me of a thing that annoys me. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's not exactly that, but it's tangent to that. When I'm telling a story and someone else interrupts my story to debate a pointless fact of the story and completely ruins the story. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Did I just do it? No, 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 you didn't do it. That's, it just reminded me like that you just gave us extra information in this story that didn't matter. No, but no, like, the, the place is like, you're like it's, got a, it's got a place at Westbury, you know, like you named the 30 places and you're just like, I go to Westbury. It's like, okay, you didn't just say Westbury. Yeah, but the, like the famous location is Flushing. Okay. Like people have heard of it and they'd be like, oh yeah, I know that place. It's awesome. It's in Flushing. All right, that's fair. That doesn't annoy me, by the way. That it just reminded me of my annoyance. So like, for example, it's, when you're telling a story and the and the detail that gets debated that in, derails the story is completely not important to the story. Like, so I was at the bar on Tuesday night doing karaoke, blah, blah, blah. And someone's like, oh, no, oh, karaoke's it's Wednesday. Wednesdays. And you're like, okay, I was at the bar Wednesday night. No one cares what night of the week it was. Nobody cares. The story would have been fine. But now the whole vibe is ruined. Thanks, Steven. <laughs> yeah. The worst though, I've gotten better at like, so I've gotten better at like when people do that, I just like zip right through it. I'm like, I'm not letting you derail my story. But the worst is when you're listening to someone else tell a story and then someone does it to them and they then engage in the argument about what night of the week it was well, or, that's, or that's what restaurant I'm, it was. And you're like, I don't care about the story yeah, anymore. Guys. Now you just fully, wrap it up. You fully lost me at that point. Yeah. I'm like, looking at Instagram. So I used to humor people. As I get older, I realize that I'm getting more and more um, like blunt in when I'm not interested in stuff. And I don't know if that makes me like a jerk or not. But like if someone tells me a story and it sucks, I'll just be like, uh, is this almost over? Just wrap yeah. this up. Yeah. I'm, not in, I'm not listening anymore. I'm with you. Um, yeah, that annoys me. You know what doesn't annoy me? One of the coolest Christmas gifts that my, one of my kid, both my kids got. On Christmas, can I tell you about it? The 3D printer? Yeah. We know about it already. You told us in the air. Yeah, but I didn't tell you. Like, Did I? Yep. Oh, damn it. It's the best ever. I want to 3D print you guys. Stuff. You like recommended it. Did I? Damn, I have a terrible memory. You made us a toilet bowl. I made you a 3D <laughs> toilet bowl? Yeah. And a shitty Mario. Yeah, the head fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I, um,. I See, how would I know that if you didn't tell me about it already? That's a good point. What did you guys get for Christmas? Anything good? Uh, these pants. <laughs> Those are sweet. Those are like party pajamas. <laughs> you want to hear something wild? So my family does a white elephant every year now. Uh, we used to do, oh. <laughs> we used to do like a secret Santa and we would do like a hundred buck gift and it was like, it got to be kind of stale because everybody was just getting something that they just would have bought anyways. It's like, well, what was the point? Right. 
So now we do the white elephant. It's purposely terrible gifts for the most part. And it's super fun, like the day of Christmas, right? Three years ago, my brother decided that he wanted to do like a theme gift for the white elephant. And his theme was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So in a box, he put, uh, I want to say it was like a Who record. He put a bag of marijuana and he put a dildo in there, right? And he sealed it up and whoever got it, got it. But we do it with the whole family, right? So like my grandma could have gotten the gift, my mom, anybody. It turned out that Terry got the gift, my wife, right? So we were holding on to the... So since then, you haven't been getting any loving. <laughs> she's she's good now. So <laughs> You've been replaced. So now, this year, we re-gifted it into the white elephant. So now somebody else got it, which was very funny when they opened the box. Uh, the white elephant gift that I got this year was a signed uh, 8x10 of Sinbad. That's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. And I'm like, it's actually like a super high quality thing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to like frame this. That's pretty good. We used to do, you just remind me, we used to do I was just Christmas gonna, I was Day. Oh. Christmas Day at night when we were younger, we used to go to our buddy Dan's garage. Like he had a garage that he like, he, he um, converted into like a hangout spot. It was one of the coolest hangout spots you could have had as like an adolescent. Yeah. So... Imagine from age like 14 to like 20, we would hang out in this detached garage and like it wasn't attached to the house so we could be loud back there in the backyard and it had like a stereo, it had a TV with like... Nintendo and Sega. Yep. Um, The walls were covered with like posters and beer cans and it was just awesome. It was a really cool setup in there. And every Christmas day at night, we would have like a Christmas day hang out there and and everyone would come and um in the beginning we used to do like i guess you would consider like a white elephant or whatever secret santa we called it the shitty santa yeah we called it shitty santa because what we would do is take the worst gifts that we got and give them to someone else (laughs) and so it started as real gifts that we got right so in the beginning it would be like because my mom was notorious for like stuffing my stocking in like high school with like the most pointless stuff. Like she would get me like travel shampoos. I'm like, what, why do I need travel? I don't travel anywhere. I'm 14. Like, so, but she would always do that. Like little mini deodorants. I'm like, why didn't you get me like a full size deodorant? Like I don't get the travel size version. Uh, It was always stupid stuff like that. Socks or whatever. And so I, I would do stuff like that. But then like everything we had to like one up it every year so by the time we were like 20 the gifts were insane like it would be uh i got someone like a a, a seattle seahawks that backpack. was the best backpack it was a seattle seahawks backpack <laughs> it's like one of the few things i remember um i remember proper wrapping a stove top like an actual top like an of actual a stove. metal stove top like like a like a four <laughs> foot by four foot stovetop. <laughs> he wrapped it. <laughs> he wrapped it. <laughs> I think one year someone gave like a, a, a stock car radio because like yeah. back in the day we used to like replace our car radios with like cool like pioneer <laughs> yeah. ones. So like whatever the stock one it was just like a tape deck. <laughs> it was oh. so funny. Oh, we should do that again. That was so good. Can we bring that tradition back? God, that Seahawks backpack was mint. Uh, the, we kind of carried it on for a little bit when we used to do birthday presents. Like one year for Eric's birthday, I got him a can of Bud Light, but I wrapped it in a piece of like like a piece of loose leaf, and I taped it taped it on, and then wrote Miller Light. 
<laughs> I was very proud of that gift. One year he got me uh, just like stuff from the office that he worked in that was all like <laughs> swag that like you would get it like a, like a hand like sanitizer. A, it was like a little sticky pad, a hand sanitizer, all with like the name of his company. A, a pen, State Bank of Long Island <laughs> yeah. pens. That was awesome. Oh, man. Um, oh, God. What did you guys get for Christmas? Anything besides those pants and... I mean, we don't we don't exchange with each other anymore. We just like put the money toward the kids. But like, we got my mom this year a laptop because she, the only one she has is the one she got from her old job before she retired. And when I say this thing took two and a half minutes from power on to like loaded, <laughs> yeah, that's not good, bro. That might be like undercutting it. Yeah, that's a it's <laughs> a long time. So, and she used to always be like, I can't do this. It's not connecting to. The, I'm like, uh. And she'll be like, I don't want a computer. I don't need a computer. But this year, I was like, I'm, I don't care. I'm getting her one. That's awesome. That's a really cool gift. Um, it was more for my own sanity. Yeah. I got uh, I got two pairs of socks. No, it's just kidding. Four pairs of socks. Nice. I got two pairs of like dress socks, even though I don't really wear dress socks. Um, but like when I do, have to like go to a wedding or something, um, which are cool. And I'm very happy. About it. These aren't complaint. Like I like getting cool socks and they're like cool looking socks and then i got two pairs of like super super um like thermal socks that you can wear around the house they're basically like slippers because uh my hands and feet are always cold and i'm always wearing shorts that's adorable i'm always barefoot in shorts no matter if it's like 12 degrees out as it like right now so so my wife got me that which was nice kylie got me this little um replica master sword from zelda nice and it's like <clears throat> it has like a rack like you would see like a katana on and like a like a japanese household nice except it's obviously smaller scale but uh and so like the master sword goes on like the top part and the case like the the sheath goes on the bottom part and it looks really cool that's awesome thoughtful little gift from so the it's kid. A nice rack nice little rack nice petite right it's perky but it's like a metal sword <laughs> it's legit it's pretty pretty cool that's awesome um i got carolina reaper beef jerky in my stocking i got beef jerky too but not carolina reaper it is whew. i got like a honey bourbon oh you got some deliciousness a, a regular one and then i forget what the other one was i was so hungry today and i like i would work from home i went downstairs and i was like kath i'm starving she's like stop eating junk food and i was like all right fine i'll eat this carolina reaper jerky and i was like by the way kath thank you for the gift but i think you finally found a food that may be just too much too too hot for me like it was that bad it's like it's good for a dare like i I could eat it like like right now it'd be easy to like just eat it just for kicks but like it is not something that you should eat for pleasure i'll say that like my like it burns a lot do you have any left yeah well after the show i'll give you some i would like to try that it's delicious i would not um what else did i get oh i felt so bad we gave like the generic to like we go to kathy's dad's for Christmas day. And we exchanged with, uh, her cousin, Joe, who's the man, you know, Joe, I um, do know Joe city councilman. No big deal. Um, he, uh, I feel so bad. Cause we got him just like a bottle of wine. <laughs> I was like, you know, that's good. Right. Like, cause like, you know, we're adults. Like we, he got me a delicious, amazing bottle of scotch and we cracked it open on Christmas and it was amazing. And I'm like, Oh man, I feel so guilty. Cause we got him like a, $14 bottle of wine. He got me an $80 bottle of scotch. I'm going to hell. So it really bothers me. It's like, 
I gotta, I gotta make, I gotta make things right. Next year you'll make up for it. Yeah, I'm gonna buy him an iPod. Next year he's gonna re-gift you the, the bottle of wine. <laughs> Just an empty bottle of wine. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna give me a bottle of wine and then put loose leaf around it and just write champagne. <laughs> uh, what else did I get? What did you get? Uh, I got a lot of things. Actually, one of them I do want to talk about in my reviews or recommendations. So I'm gonna hold that one off. But uh, okay, I got a, a uh, it's a electric cooktop griddle. So I I don't really have so I have an electric. A glass top stove in my house. I can't really like use a griddle on it. Oh, like, we could have got you a stove top. Damn it! Yeah, I actually got a stove top and <laughs> proper wrapped it and gave it to me. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, it came with a pair of Santa claws, so they're meat claws. Like you put them on, like and they're you can rip like. I have the Wolverine ones for yeah. when I smoke like a Boston butt or something. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Uh, what else? I got. So a, wait, you got a Foreman grill? Is what you're saying, right? No, no. It's like a it's like a griddle that's electric. So like I can make like pancakes on it and whatever. Yeah, we we've. My sis, that's like my sister's go-to breakfast device. Yeah, it's that's what I would use it for. It's cool. Did you ever see um, this comedian does a whole bit about the Foreman grill? How George Foreman just like just went straight. And was like, I want a grill. It's going to be on an angle. And all the grease comes out. And they're like, okay, awesome. You want us to get some engineers in to help you with the design? He's like, nah, I got it. He's like, maybe you should add an on-off switch. <laughs> He's like, nah. He's like, maybe like a temperature knob. Nah. nah. <laughs> it's the funny thing. Cause it's funny because I had a former grill and never once did I ever even notice that it didn't even have an off switch. Like it's just the plug is, the, it's just unplug it. And it's, uh, and it's either, it's either plugged in and on or it's off. Like, no temperature, like no temperature controls at all. But it worked. It worked. I kind of want a foreman grill again, to be honest. You just use a regular grill. Yeah, I guess so. Squeeze out the burger with the spatula if you don't want Yeah, juice. that's true. That's, just, that's true. Do they still sell foreman grills, you think? Who knows? Yeah, they definitely do. They might not have his name on it, but they definitely make them. Be awkward if they take his name off of his invention. <laughs> Bastards. Um, Man. You know they took Mike Tyson off of Mike Tyson's punch out, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. What? Really? Yeah, so they only had that uh, until he was... Uh, Went to was jail? Only, no, it was only three years that they made those games. Every game that came out after like 1989 wasn't Mike Tyson. Oh. So like... Well, was, it originally used to just be called punch out, right? Then there was super punch out or something, and then there was Mike Tyson's punch out. Am I making that up? No, that's correct. So there were two arcade games prior, and then the Nintendo game was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, and when the contract expired, it became just Punch-Out again. And instead of fighting Mike Tyson, they made a new character. Sandman. Steve no, Tyson. Uh, Mr. Dream is his name. Oh, yeah, same idiot. And they were going to make another Mike Tyson's Punch-Out game in space, but they ended up not doing that because then he went to jail, and they made another game called uh, Total Knockout or something like that. But it's like so clearly Mike Tyson. Total knockout sounds like a hot girl at the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. Jesse right. Stacy, total knockout. Total knockout. Super total knockout. Well, I still play ROMs of all Nintendo games, so Mike Tyson's punch out is always what I'm gonna play. Do you play ROM coms? <laughs> it's my faves. That is your favorite genre. Um do you guys do anything for New Year's? I played Mass Effect two. Nice. I struggled to hit midnight. I respect that. I was tired. Yeah, I had to work the next day, so I was in bed by 10. 
but I had a nice time. It was like the first like real New Year's in the house, and uh, we made pigs in a blanket and went to Costco a couple days before that, and we got these uh, bacon wrapped hot honey chicken bites. They were amazing. That does sound delicious. They were it sounds nice. So expensive. It was like a box of eighteen of them was like twenty six dollars, but it didn't matter. They were delicious. Worth every penny. Yeah. I put on some uh, pleated dockers. Nice. I sat um, with my legs crossed, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like late night talk show style, <laughs> sissy style. Drinking like something right. out of a mug. I was drinking out of a moose mug, <laughs> and it was delicious. I went to, uh, have you ever been to Big Daddy's in Massapequa? Uh, no. What? We got to go. What is it? Uh, so it's a oh. New Orleans style restaurant. What? You feel like you're there when you're inside. It's, it's wonderful. It's fantastic. Did, uh, they, did everyone say, I'll tell you it, after everything no, they said? No. They don't act it. I've been there numerous times, but last night I had a belated Christmas dinner with one of the squads that I work with at work, and uh, we had plans to go to Carvalho's, the Portuguese churrascaria. Love that place. Um, but for some reason, they close every Monday, but this week they opened Monday for New Year's Day and closed Tuesday, but never said it on the website or on Google. Oh, so we all met up in the parking lot there and it was closed. So we're like, damn it. You know, like, what are we going to do is like backup plan. And uh, the rookie was like, how about Big Daddy's? We're all like, yep. So we went there last night and it was just a wonderful meal. Well played. It's always good. Big Daddy's is notorious for like, if you order something spicy, it is. It is through the roof spicy. Yeah, it is delicious. And you like, it's like almost torture to eat it because you're like, this tastes great. It's Vermont all over again. That hot, huh? Yeah. But not everything is that spicy. So the one, the rook got the tacos last night, and the guy's like, they're kind of spicy. It was like the special, like buffalo tacos. And he's like, okay, dude, how spicy could buffalo be? He can only eat two out of the three of them. He was like on fire, and he's like, dude, I love hot shit, and this is out of control. Wow. If the the waiter at that place ever says something spicy, take their absolute word for it. Can we go there? Yeah, Any, it's, it's, anytime you want, bro. It's so fantastic. What's your work schedule in the next five days? I'm working. The, the next, this is my last off. Okay, so. We can go next week if you'd like. I'm in Chicago next week. What about the following week? I'm in London the next that week. So the week after that, we'll go. I'm in Chicago again. I'm just kidding. I'm no way. No, I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> so what are we doing the podcast? No, I am, I am in Chicago next week, but only for two days. And then the week after that, I am in London for like eight days, which is annoying. Yeah, I'm working Thursday through Sunday this week. Okay. We have to make the... I'm not... We say a lot of stuff on the air that we like... No, it's don't deli- thought, like it's We delicious. really have to do this. We have to go out to dinner. I want to go there immediately. They have incredible wings. It's like a smoky barbecue bourbon wing. And it's... There's not many places that do like this where they get a sauced wing with a crunch of the skin underneath make sense like most places the wing you just like it's just like soggy wing when you bite through the sauce yeah you could actually like you hit the sauce then you hit a crunch then you hit the chicken that's that's what you need that's what i'm always looking for with wings and i never get them but the only place that used to do that well was a place called stingers yes sir center yes sir everywhere else when i get buffalo wings i actually don't get buffalo wings anymore i only get the other flavors because buffalo sauce is like is pretty good, 
But what makes it great is when the wing itself has that crisp and like what you just described. Mm-hmm. But if it's not going to have that, then you need you need to switch it to like a honey bourbon or yeah. like yeah. garlic pa- parmesan wing because mm-hmm. because buffalo on crappy wings is is not great. Anyway, so you got me really excited. But yeah, you'll love this place. We all started off with a, r- a round of uh, we did cup of uh, gumbo to kick it off bunch of apps and then the entrees are special and they they rotate daily uh depending on like what the special menu is which is nice but you can get like crawfish etouffee you can get blackened catfish with like grits and so crawfish tails like speaking of crawfish etouffee so i won't tell the whole story it'll be for another night but when we were in i'm um, this is like the i have to just set a little bit of it when we were in louisiana on tour and we met a awesome group of girls and one of them love to cook and so she and she they knew we were like stranded there for a little while our van broke down so they came to our motel room with a bunch of home cooked cajun food and i remember there was a tupperware filled with crawfish etouffee and it was like the most amazing delicious meal we had had all of tour and when you brought the you brought something up. Maybe you were telling me about Big Daddy's, and I didn't realize because you didn't say the name. In it, the was, it was. It like, was. You just yeah. said I got. We went to a, a, a New Orleans place or something, and I said, "I said, did you get?" And I wanted to say, "Did you get the crawfish etouffee?" But I swear to you, I have zero clue how to spell etouffee. I noticed. I have no idea. So I thought to myself, <laughs> I sat there for a while because I wanted to write it, and I was like, I don't know how to spell it, and I don't even and. At that moment, I didn't feel like Googling how to spell it, whatever. So I just stood there for a while and I was like, I could either attempt to spell it and hopefully autocorrect helps me, (laughs) which is what I tried at first. And I did it like three times and like I was so far off that it didn't even come close. It was like no suggestions, right? Uh, So then I finally just went with, I'll make a joke out of it. So I spelt it E-H-H, the number two. And then F A Y, because I didn't know how to spell it, and I still to this day have no clue how to spell it. I believe it. it's E T T O U F E I T T E. I have the Big Daddy's menu open in front of me. Just, it's E T O U F F E E. Okay. It ends in E E. Yeah. So it's not like a silent T. It's just okay. A. And it's a, and it's a it's weird a looking. It's a weird looking word because two F's next to two E's looks like similarly like lines. You Let know? me see. A toofy. I would read that as a toofy. You'd be an American. <laughs> Can I get like, the seafood a toofy? It feels like there's a, like a straight line through the word. You know. Yeah, it's wild. Oh my god. So last night I actually I opted for the pig out platter. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at that. Uh, me and uh, one of my other guys got that. Yeah. And it was awesome. It's got... It was like a sampler. Smoked brisket, pulled pork, ribs, andouille sausage, barbecue chicken, baked beans slaw, and a cornbread. Oh, my God. Mm. That's like you just read it off the menu. It, like, in order. <laughs> that's what it is on the... Wow. It, crazy. Was, it was delicious. It's amazing. Yeah, Big Daddy's. Um, they have a jambalaya. They have a, a regular a pasta jambalaya and then a jambalaya over rice. Both awesome. I've had those numerous times. Yeah, that's one of the spiciest things they make. Though. Yeah, it's it's warm. <laughs> it's so good. It's, but it's good. It's like, again, it's like it's you eat half of it. You're like, I can. I'm powering through. I got yeah. this. And then you just got to tap. Some it. nights they have a crawfish boil as a special. 
where you just get a giant like metal tr- like oven tray with just crawfish, shrimp, corn, potatoes all laid out and you just dig in with your hands, man, and go to town. It's wonderful. <laughs> that sounds oh, so man. good. I'm looking at the menu. They got a smoked pastrami po' boy. That sounds amazing. My uh, One of my guys got the brisket po' boy and it just looked out of control good. Oh, you guys want to hear, speaking of uh, New Orleans and the Cajun and Christmas, on Christmas Day, <laughs> I made a, a uh, Cajun joke that bombed so bad in front of Kathy's family that uh, I'm pretty sure that she's contemplating divorcing me just to keep, you know, to keep her family Let's close. Let's hear it. So Kathy's dad... Uh, travels a lot for work and so he goes to all different places so he's he's picked up a lot of culture like it's like his version of like touring you know and he goes to new orleans a lot and he f- like fell in love with a lot of the stuff down there one thing is this just drink it's called a sazerac and uh it's like a, a whiskey drink but it comes it, it's really good and so on christmas day he decided like he's gonna make sazeracs for us we're drinking them and he was telling us all about the history of the sazerac he's telling us all about new orleans and their last name is Di Pietro. And I'm like, oh man, you, you're so in with the Cajuns. We need to spell your name uh, Di Pietro with a, you know, E-A-U-E-X or whatever at the end. And everyone just was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because. That's actually really funny. <laughs> I was like, because the Cajuns all have French last names and they all, all their names are like Tripodo and it's like spelled like E-A-U-X. And they'll just look at me and I'm like, Occasions. All right, so that's France. Not, that's not on you, bud. So, They're uncultured. Yeah, that's a good joke. That's yeah, a good joke. It was a good joke. Di Pietro, but like spell it like the French Canadian way. I got it whatever. immediately. I thought it was hilarious. Ah, I'm so mad. It bombed so bad. It got so awkward, and like I'm trying to explain it, everyone. And you know when I knew it went bad is after I explained it. The next word to come out of someone's mouth was a complete subject change. Wow. You know that feeling when you're like, you know, like Cajuns, all their names, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, so anyway, uh, back to what I was saying. You're like, oh my God, I'm leaving. Man, I hate my life. What a bunch of losers. Damn, man. I was like, it's pretty good. And I, and I, my delivery was actually good. And I'm, I'm saying that objectively. Like I said it funny. I'm like annoyed for you. I said it funny and it was freaking nothing. Ugh. Anyway. So that was a good intro. <laughs> I think we just set a record, 58 minutes. That is the record, 58 and a half minute intro. And I was nervous. I was like, we have nothing to talk about tonight. <laughs> and then that happened. Yeah, um, the notes were bathroom lotion. <laughs> it, was ba- it was bathroom lotion, things that Eric annoys Eric, and then um, that was it. That was it. And we have one feedback. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't even have to do a feedback loop tonight. I think we should just read this because we, we don't really have a feedback loop tonight. Okay. And then we'll end with a Rex. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do one segment tonight. Um, it's just amazing. Um, so last week we talked about the possibility of our old band deciding tonight, getting back together to do uh, a new EP. And got this message from uh, uh, a, a po- longtime podcast listener, but also a longtime fan of uh, Deciding Tonight. It was so good. And like made me like get misty that I had, I want to read it. I want to read it. Like the whole thing. It's long. Read it, bro. You're okay. going to read it. Or you're going to let Jones read it. Jo- uh, I'll read it. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yeah. Okay. Dear Santa, thank you for reading my letter. 
That was one of the best episodes of Dinner for Dessert. It made me laugh and teach me things like Don't Ever Sing My Way by Frank Sinatra for karaoke. They also said a possible Deciding Tonight release. Oh, my Lanta. I knew it. I am still mad at myself for missing the last show. I did see the Gold Coast. That's my other band. But it just wasn't the same. Fair. Plus, standing next to Eric at a show for once felt weird. And also, high school crush butterflies. But that's a story for another day, Santa. Hello. Hey, you. Hey. She's got a crush on you, dude. Love it. Thank you again for the episode. And I guess thank you to the guys, too. Even though Uncle Eric never came to my house with gravy this year. Oh, crap. You forgot to deliver gravy to everyone. Uh, next Whoopsie. time. Whoopsie. Yeah. People probably listening who didn't hear that episode are like, what the <laughs> hell are they talking about? Um, just go listen to our episode. I think it's called Uncle Eric's Gravy, and it'll all make <laughs> sense. Um, uh, now, if we can only get the guys to do a show with DT, uh, deciding tonight, then I will be really happy. Now, in parentheses, parentheses, she wrote, currently listening to I Make a Great Villain. So that's one of our songs. Uh, the guitar solo specifically, and trying not to dance on my desk at work. Thanks for being the bee's knees, boys. Until next time, XOXOX. Love always and forever, Lucy, and I believe that is a bat. I don't know what emoji that is. Yeah, I think that's a bat. Okay. So I love everything about that. She loved the episode. I had a feeling last week's episode was like special. Like yeah. it felt, it felt yeah. like, no offense to this episode, but last week's episode was much better. I felt good with it too. But the fact that like she got all excited for Decide Tonight and that she was listening to I Make a Great Villain, which is one of our like we played all the time, but it's not like it's not like a, a favorite it's of anybody. It's been our opener for like a thousand years. It's the best opener ever, but like no one ever talks about it. So the fact that it got a call out and the guitar solo got a call out. And that's my brother Frank. It is good though. Yeah, it's a good solo. Anyway. When was our last show? We played in uh Amityville, Amityville like two years ago. It definitely wasn't two Three, years ago. Four years ago. Five years ago? Was it 2017? Holy crap. Yeah. Holy. No. Yeah. Seven years ago? Yeah. It's it's over six. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not five or six, but it's also not eight or nine. I think it's somewhere. <laughs> I love you. Jones is so mad at me right now. I could tell you exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was our intro. And thank you, Lucy. We love you very, very dearly. Um, we're definitely going to make a show. We have to get the rest of the guys in. I talked to two. We got five, six of the band in. We have to get our drummer in, and then we're done. We could do it. All right. You got like to talk in the mic, rookie. I feel like he'd be the easiest one to get. You just pulled the Devani. Oh, my God. Sorry about that. That's a good inside one. Um, all right. So that's the intro. Unless you want us to wait for you to find out when we play the show. No, I'll just, I'm just going to say it whenever I find it. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we're not going to do a feedback loop tonight. We're not going to do ask us anything. We're not going to do any of those, but we will do some recommendations. You, go, you guys good with that? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Eric, hit it.
deciding tonight's show was Saturday, July 8th, 2017. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, my God. Also, fun fact, we were advertised in Newsday for that show. It was like upcoming Long Island events, and it was the Beach Boys at Jones Beach deciding tonight at Amityville Music Hall. You're kidding me. I'm not. That was the order. Us and the Beach Boys on the same <laughs> yes. in the same news article. Yes. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. That's like when we, it was like us and like Blink One Eighty Two on the cover of MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Like, how'd that happen? One of these things is not like the yeah. Other. Uh, anyways, all right, what do you got? So the last show, I was talking about how I was going to order an eight thousand dollar Macintosh computer. I love how you called it a Macintosh. <laughs> so I did. I ordered it, uh, and. What I'm recommending is not only the computer that I got, uh, but also the courier service that delivered it. Because I ordered that thing during the show. I left your house. I live about a half hour away. I was at my house for maybe 15 minutes, and the courier showed up with the computer. That's pretty wild, actually. It's awesome. Apple has a great service. Especially on New Year's Eve Eve. Right? It's like you didn't do it on like a normal day. You did it like in like the height of like shipping things season people spending christmas money season yeah yeah like it was busy like i gave the guy like a really good tip like you were talking before about how like you know how much you would tip someone i'm like you know what like it was just christmas like holiday season i gave the guy a 10 yes he earned it yeah and they have a good courier service and i did not tip based on the price of the computer (laughs) (laughs) give him 20 percent on your nine thousand dollar computer oh man that's awesome you love it it's amazing. I didn't order an eight thousand dollar computer. It was the I got the upgraded Mac Mini with the M2 Pro chip. Yeah, he got the same one I got. Was it's that, awesome? It's a, it's really really great. What was the total price on it? Uh, I think it was twelve ninety nine. No, I think it was a little more. Not much more. Maybe thirteen or fourteen. Okay, so fourteen hundred dollars. You got like a super power, pretty pretty high high powered Mac. I mean, yeah. I mean, I had the used- M1 previously, and the M1 was really fast. That was from twenty twenty. Um, this one, they're like on the verge of coming out with the next chip. I probably should have waited, but a lot of people are saying that the M3 chip is kind of lackluster and I just needed something now for the recording studio. Area the M2 Fs. It's, uh, I, it leaves nothing to be desired at all. It's, it's great. Um, it does exactly what I wanted it to do. It's like a slight upgrade over my laptop, but the, the computer itself is great. It's all set up with everything that I need, I need to do. Again, the courier service was dope. Like to have, like to not have to wait for anything, is amazing. I got my Mac Mini. I got an iPad, and something else. <clears throat> Maybe my the last watch that I got, I got through the courier service. It's fantastic. Uh, I have one other recommendation, if I can. Um, no, actually, I have two. Uh, it'll be really quick though. Uh, so my two Christmas gifts this year that were the big ones, I got a. A set of meat thermometers that are made by a company called uh, Thermo, and it's uh, it's a three piece set. One folds out and has like the little prong, so you can stick it in the meat, and it's all digital. It tells you exactly what temperature it is. Did you buy them from Dickman's? I bought them from Dickman's. Dickman's. <laughs> are they Wi-Fi? So the 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 probe is not. The other two pieces are. Right? Okay. So the the other two pieces have like a like a lead that I can put into something in the oven for like a roast and then put the base on top of the oven. And then I can have the other unit like that I could walk around the house with if I have to, that'll tell me what the temperature is and how long it's been. And it's super in depth. It's really, really accurate. And it's really good. 
super easy to use. My sister got me a good Wi-Fi set for the for the outdoor smoker. Yeah. So I don't have to keep going out every hour to check the temp. That's smart. And you can just see it on your phone, so it's kind of great. That's awesome. Yeah, mine can connect Bluetooth. I haven't I haven't done it yet. Um, it's also good for like something on the barbecue if you're gonna put something on like low for a long time. Um, yeah, it's awesome. I can't wait to use it more. You gotta make us some food too. I would like to. You gotta make some Scott Bayo buns for us. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing I want to recommend is, um, and this isn't for everybody, but for whoever has baseboard heat in their houses. So I, I have all electric heat in my house. Uh, there's no oil or gas. There's no forced air or anything. There's no central thing. Everything's electric, right? Which is Boogie how woogie. I, woogie woogie. Yeah. <laughs> which is how I want it because I have solar panels on my house and the sun pretty much does everything. So we had these old Honeywell units like you would see in like grandma's house and they were like really inaccurate. Um, like the dials were busted on a couple of them and we decided that we wanted smart thermostats, right? And because it's a high voltage system, they don't make the nest or the, um, whatever the other unit is, like the one that everyone's like using and loving in their houses. Uh, so I had to go with a different option. It's called the MISA version two. And it does everything that all these other. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Go on. (laughs) It does. It does everything pretty much that the, the nest systems do or the, the Google home systems do. Um, they all connect through Bluetooth, Wi-Fi. Um, I can change and monitor the temperature in my house from pretty much anywhere. Um, what are the places you can't monitor it from? I'm just kidding. I well, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere that you don't have internet access. Oh, there you go. It would be really it. I like it. This is the app. This is what it looks like. I so, would read that as Misa. Like from uh, when, I, when I read the notes, I, I, Misa was what was in my head. Misa, so hot. <laughs> so this is what my house looks like right now. Um, I have two more to install. I think you need to uh, raise the temperature. <laughs> Terry's probably freezing right now. Really? What's it at? 65. No, no. So it's it's 65 in the rooms that I'm not in. It's 67 in the room that she is probably in right now. I keep, oh, okay. I keep my, my room in the winter between 65 and 67. Do you? Yeah. I'm always at 67, 68. I think 65 is, is cutting it, cutting a little chilly. Oh, I'm a big guy. I like the coolness. That's true. I have two Huskies as well. They appreciate it. That's true. Like maybe, we, I should, maybe I should wear pants. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> like we have a pretty big house with a big basement, and there's no reason to heat the basement if we're not in it. Right? That's true. So we usually, it's set like on a timer. So certain parts of the day are warmer than others. Love it. And so far, it's the environment as, thanks you. The not, ozone layer thanks you. It is, it is a little bit of that, but it's also the, the electric bill has gone down a good bunch since we started installing them. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. So big recommendation for Misa, Misa, whatever it is. They're, the actual units are a little expensive, but they're totally worth it. Like I want to say they're like 200 bucks a thermostat. Yeah, it's, that's that's pricey, but worth it. The other ones are like in the hundreds, no? Like 140? Uh, I want to say like the cheapest one you can get is like 60 bucks. Yeah, it really? probably sucks though. But you also like in most of those systems, you have like zones, right? So you would need one thermostat for like your first floor and another thermostat for your second floor. On a baseboard system, each one has its own thermostat. So each each baseboard that you see has its own control that you would have to like physically set every time you walk into the room that you walk into, which sucks. It's cool because you have like all the control, but you also have to like get up and physically turn the dial. Yeah, my house in the Poconos has that. There's like 37 dials to turn and you don't even know which room 
it was working on. Yeah, like what was happening last year was like I would turn up the heat in the basement if I was down there for a little while and then forget about it. And then a week later, the next time I walked down there, I'd be hit with like a blast of air from the, the stairs. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, no. Like how much did I waste heating this room to 75 degrees? Yeah, for your house, this is a, a that's like a must-have upgrade. So yeah. well played. Yeah, it's been very, very nice. Nice. Eric, how about you? Any uh, recos? Uh, I bought a new ice maker. Nice. Countertop. Did it explode? It's from a company called You Homie. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes up with these company names? I don't know, but it makes uh, awesome ice and hasn't gone on fire yet. So That's a plus. We're doing well. You Homie Ice Maker. Uh, Derek, e- if you're listening. Um, E-U-H-O-M-Y. It's a slight bit smaller than the other one, but I'm not going to lie. I like the ice that it makes better. How much is it? uh, It was like 75 bucks. Nice. And the ice freezes better. Does it look cool? The machine? Yeah. Yeah. I like like the aesthetics of... Looks very nice on the counter. Nice. Um, Yeah, so we got that. It's great. Um, I watched a couple of movies. Ooh, tell us. Uh, The first one is going to be a wreck. And that's a movie called The Killer with Michael Fassbender. It's a Netflix film. He is a an assassin, a hitman, and he botches a job, and the company attempts to erase him, and it's a story of him going after the company to just clear himself and get away. Um, but the difference between this and every other movie with that plot is he's such like a monotone, regular dude, and he narrates the whole movie like in his head and it's just absolutely wonderful he's such like a likable dude he just wears like boring like gray and tan clothes the whole movie pleated um yeah and the whole soundtrack is the smiths every time he like puts his ipod on it's this it's a different smith song i love that so they they they're the music you hear through the whole film and it was just truly wonderful. It was just a nice, enjoyable, relaxing watch. It was more of a drama than it was an action. It did have its good action moments. Can you sing uh, a line from a Smith song, preferably Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now? I was happy in the haze of a drunken hour, but heaven knows I'm miserable. What happened to your voice right there? <laughs> it went out. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get our reps in before we do our decided. To we also don't sing like Morrissey, dude. That's a hard voice. I was voice looking to for a job and then yeah. I found a job. It's like Pat Mahomes, Kenny Powers, yeah. and Kermit, like all in one. <laughs> Kermit. And heaven knows I'm miserable now. You have to do like cream cheese throat. It's hard to do, man. Yeah. You gotta eat an entire pound of cream cheese before you sing. Did you ever sing the Smiths at karaoke in the Philippines? No. No. Otherwise, you wouldn't be. Uh, sitting with me right now because that's the other band they take very seriously there <laughs> <laughs> i also watched a movie called Saltburn, which is an amazon movie i believe um I d- it's hard it's mm, i don't really wreck it you should watch it because it's just it's weird the thing with this is on all social media there was like tons of videos of like people watching this movie and like covering their face and the hype for it was kind of why the only reason I watched it and it's a story of like a a non-wealthy kid at Oxford like wants to get in with like the wealthy rich like popular crowd 
And he does. And like the one like super rich kid invites him back to his house for like. Does the kid have lotion and soap in his bathroom? <laughs> Probably, dude. Yeah. Invites him back to his house for the summer because the, the poor kid doesn't want to go home to like his terrible poor family. Um, and it's a, it's supposed to be a dark like comedy slash thriller. There's no comedy. So it's just like a really weird thriller drama. Um, I can't give any more away because it'll like spoil a twist. But there are like some like kind of like, ew, why scenes? Yeah. But nothing that would make a man cover his eyes like the TikTok trend. Yes, yeah, that's, that's seems over. I knew it wasn't going to be that. I'm like, these dudes are all soft that they're covering their eyes at a movie. Yeah. You know what we've come to with the recommendations segment is because of the writer strike, we really have like not a lot of content to 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 hype up on the show anymore so we have to like talk about stuff that we watched that wasn't great yeah so so i respect that i respect that you're like it was good i don't recommend it but it also wasn't terrible like it was was just eh. good's like even like a, a little bit bold like i'm not recommending you to watch it because i loved it I'm just recommending you to watch it for the experience so you can understand what all like the social media hoopla was about. Yeah. And also the ending did kind of make the movie a little better. Turns out it was a dream the whole time? <laughs> no, they didn't go that stupid route. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Saltburn. I can't tell you anybody who's in it because I don't know any of their goddamn names except <laughs> for uh, Rosamund Pike. Okay. She's in it. Okay. I know her. She's the rich kid's mom. Yeah, she looks like a rich kid's mom. The other people were all in stuff, but like I really couldn't yeah. tell you what. Yeah, people could Google it. Yeah. All right. I got um, one and a half recos and one not not so reco. Um, which order do you want me to go? Like bad to best? Yeah. Okay. I'll go worst to best. I hope your worst is what I think your worst oh, is. Oh, it definitely is. All right. Good. Um, so my, my worst, but... It was mildly entertaining, but it was bad, but also kind of entertaining, if that makes any sense. I don't know if I'm... It's like you hate watch. It's uh, called Rebel Moon on Netflix. It was terrible. Rebel Moon, I don't have to even explain the plot. All I have to say is like, imagine if you tried to rewrite Star Wars from memory. After only seeing it one time. You saw it one time and you were drunk. It's like almost Star Wars, but not Star Wars, except everything about it is like everything that happens in it happens too fast is the best way I could describe it, that it it feels so not real. Like basically like as they're, I'm not going to even tell you guys the plot because it's not even worth the energy, but I will say this, what they're doing throughout the movie is like they're assembling a bunch of random people to go and fight against this basically the empire just like it is just replace whatever the name of the group is in this movie with the empire because that's basically what it is and um as they're assembling the people the the speed at which they convince random people to fight for fight with them is insane they find one guy his name is general titus and he's supposed to be this like legendary uh military general who's now um like a drunken mess because he got a lot of his his people like in his in his in his platoon killed in a in a battle and he feels super shame like you know guilt about it they go there and they're like 
you got to come fight with us. He's like, nah, I'm a drunk and I'm guilt. I feel guilt. And they're like, do it for them. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like that was it. And like, he even has a moment where she says like the girl who's like recruiting him, like says like one line to him. And she's like, just do it for them. And he goes from being all like defeated drunk guy to just like, he just like does that like slow turn, like look to her and it's like dun, dun, dun. And then he like stands up in slow motion and then he's part of the crew now. It's so stupid. It's like the whole movie is like a bunch of micro moments like that where you're like, come on. Like you didn't even let the guy like be a drunk for like more than 34 seconds. Yeah, there's not a single second of character development in the whole movie. No character development. Um, it's no, no character growth at all. You could like see exactly the plot as it's happening. It's like nothing shot. Like every twist is like not a twist. There's a bootleg Han Solo. He's a terrible Han Solo. She's a bootleg Luke. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. And, um, but for whatever reason, I watched the whole thing. It was two yeah, hours so and 15 I. minutes. I finished awful. it. It was, um, and we get like two more of them. I feel like it was written honestly by like a 14 year old kid. He's like, then, like, there's a big spaceship that blows up. Like, the biggest spaceship ever that they're, they're making, like, basically, like, the Death Star, they, they take it down by just going into the cockpit and, like, hitting a switch, and the whole thing crashes. And, like, okay, that wasn't very difficult. <laughs> like, you could have done that this whole entire time. Anyway. So dumb. So that's that, Rebel Moon. Um the next one is a half reco. I thought it was really good, but I could see some people not liking it. So uh, if you like sci-fi and you like a little bit of a slow burn, um, a movie called I Am Mother. Now, the reason I ended up watching it is because I watched that movie Leave the World Behind, which I told you guys about a couple episodes ago. And I saw an article that was like, if that left you unsatisfied, here's a, another movie about the end of the world that, is much better, but but no one knows about basically. So in this story, it's essentially all of humanity's pretty much wiped out, and now like these AI, this AI cyborg, the AI robot basically is on this like safe in the safe like bunker, and it's it's generating humans to like repopulate the world because. The humans built this as a failsafe. If the world ever had a um, like an apocalyptic event, that this machine would turn on, and it has all these embryos already that it could start um, like creating life again. And it's called I Am Mother because the robot is their mother, and like is programmed to be motherly and teach them how to be like a better version of human. And the girl there's like they make one person this girl and you watch her like kind of grow up and then like as she gets older and she's now like by like the main part of the movie she's like probably like 18 17 or 18 she starts figuring out like why am i the only one why aren't you making like a hundred of us at the same time and like the excuse the reason that the because the, the robot has to bang her and then repopulate <laughs> no that'd be cool though no. but um that's the porn version on pornhub um <laughs> It's uh, I am stepmother. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm stuck under the bed mother. <laughs> that, that, I don't know why that became a new genre it's of unreal. Porn. unreal. Um but anyway. <laughs> um 
Yeah, so the the reason she's like, oh, I have to be, I have to practice being a good mother. So like, I have to make sure I get it right before I make other kids. And you're like, eh, it seems weird. And then, then craziness ensues, and then you realize it's a much wackier, crazier plot than you would ever imagine. Like, so what you think it is, it's not real. It's it's way bigger than that. And I can't give anything away because it would ruin the awesomeness of the movie. But the payoff is 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 worth it but the reason i don't give it a full reco is because i could see that if you're not like into sci-fi it's a little bit cerebral like it could be not your cup of tea but i thought it was awesome so all you dumb dumbs out there don't go yeah. watching this movie yeah like you know i'm just saying if you're a dumb dumb and you know who you where are where is it netflix i saw it when it came out it's, it's about four years old or so I, I remember liking it but i also don't remember a ton about it yeah it's definitely worth a watch um, but I'm not going to say it's like the greatest movie ever. It really was. It was a good watch, and it was an interesting, fresh, you know, storyline. Speaking of that, now I'm getting to my actual reco. I stumbled upon this show randomly a couple of days ago, and I ended up binge watching the entire thing in one night, like to like five o'clock in the morning. Uh, and it's a, a show on Netflix called School Spirits. It is a story about a girl who gets murdered and now she's a ghost and she's in high school. She gets, she's like trapped on the high school grounds with a bunch of other ghosts that also died on, on school property. And the difference between her and all the other ghosts is like, she has no idea how she died. She can't remember how she died. Everyone else there like knows exactly how they died. Like one's a football player who got hurt, like who got killed like in a football game. Um, another girl I think died in a fire or something. Uh, and so now she spends the entire, the whole season and she's trying to figure out what happened to her. So it's almost like a whodunit, but the person, the victim is like trying to figure it out as a ghost. And she has a, a the twist, and this isn't a twist, this is just part of the, the, the plot. She also has the ability to talk to one living person, her best friend, this guy. And so she can communicate with the living, just this one guy, but no other ghost has ever been able to do that. So she works basically with her living friend to try to figure out her own her own murder. And it is a very fresh storyline, good acting, creepy, but not a, it's not scary. It's just creepy. It's funny. I never recommended it to you. I just did because I didn't think you were into like high school, fo- like shows like that, like I am. It's a little young I adult. Didn't, I yeah. didn't think you'd care for it. It's a little YA genre, and I'm okay with that. So was Cobra Kai, though, right? And funny yeah, enough, the, the main character is from the girl who got murdered is Peyton Liss. She's the one of the Cobra Kai people. But and Cobra Kai is different. That started in our era of childhood. Yeah, but it's still like a high school. It's a high school show. It's about two adults. Yeah, but you also have to understand. I think maybe I'm more open to watching like young adult stuff now because I literally have to watch like seven year old TV shows, and um, like the guy who plays the football player. Sadly enough, I know exactly who that that actor is because he's like a Disney Channel actor and he's in all the zombies movies. Which if you're not if you don't have seven year old kids, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But there's a whole movie called Zombies, and there's three of them. And it's about zombies and uh, regular people learning to get along together in high school. So, anyway, it was really good. This I do reco. 
I give it an 8.1 out of 11. Yeah, it's a good show. I don't want to be a zombie. No, don't get eat, don't get bitten. Don't get eated. <laughs> don't get eated, yo. I feel like this top three worst things that can happen to me. Really? Yeah. I can think of a lot of worse things than becoming a zombie. I feel like a zombie is like a prolonged painful thing. Like being on uh, the Jeffrey Epstein list. That's probably worse. Yeah. Probably not good. Yeah. Mm. Being a New York Nick. Getting into a, a fist fight with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's punch out. Getting punched out by Mike Tyson's punch out, the video <laughs> game. So that was our show, guys. How oh do you feel God, about That's it? the whole show? Yeah. That's it. I don't want to be a zombie. <laughs> um, well, don't don't get eated. <laughs> You'd be a cool a cool zombie. I feel like best zombie movie. One, two, three. Shaun of the Dead. Dawn that's of the, the right answer. Dawn of the Dead. Ew. Okay, I guess that's a cool other answer. But mm. yeah, Shaun of the Dead's it. Shaun of the Dead. I don't want to be a zombie. You got red on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. So um. Damn, hour and a half. One segment. <laughs> one, one segment that was four minutes long <laughs> and an hour and three minute friggin' intro. Love it. So, yeah. So, uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Yay. Um, I hope this year brings selfishly new Deciding Tonight music. You. Yeah. Uh, and more podcasts. I don't want to be a zombie. You're uh, not going to become a zombie. I now kind of hope that Jones becomes a zombie before oh. he dies. Yes. Just for a little bit. Just so I could laugh and be like, ah, dickhead. Yeah, I want him to be like an old zombie, though, because ah, I don't want to. Dickman. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, I have so many jokes. I'm going to just let it go. Yeah. So if you want, um, if you have any feedback or questions or anything, shoot them our way. Next episode, we'll get to them. Maybe we'll do more than one segment. Maybe. Maybe. Until then. Keep it gritty. Clap some cheeks. We love you. <laughs> peace. Bye. Wait a second. You said my peace. Oh, shit. I you did. Can't, I can't say peace if you say peace. Then we got to start over. No, just say bye. So until next time, we love you guys. Bye. Peace.